So, a good Palm Sunday. Praise God. So, during this last week of Jesus, which people call it, which we call the Holy Week or Passion Week, it was full of activities. As if Jesus knew he was going to go because he was always doing something, doing many things. And during this last week, Jesus ministered mostly in Jerusalem where he faced heavy opposition. Not from the people, but from the religious leaders. They are the ones that try to oppose him. Then he then retreat to Bethany to be with his friend Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. So anytime he went there, it wasn't, it wasn't a long, about a so few miles. During this time, he was going and he told his disciples that he was going to die. He told them. And on their way, they were not going, they were going for a program. Every year, the, every Jew, like how, excuse me, with due apology, the crowds go to, uh, uh, with due apology. Yeah. They, they always go to the mountain uh, to celebrate uh, Easter. I don't know whether they understand the celebration of or it's just celebration. <laughs> but for Israel, it's a remembrance of the day they were taken out of slavery. Like we will call it independent uh, day. They were under a very heavy hand where under no normal circumstances, they wouldn't be able to free themselves. But God came and freed them. And the last straw that brought them out was the Passover. When God's hand came heavily upon Pharaoh, who resisted and who continued to resist your freedom. So God tried, did many miracles. Pharaoh would do and turn, he would do and change. But this one, was the final one. It was the final blow that hit the enemy and destroyed the enemy. So all the time, God asked them to always remember that day. Where he came. So all, every year, they all travel from wherever they come from and, and, and have uh, this day. So Jesus and his disciples also were traveling there. So People had traveled from other parts of the country and were coming. And in those days, these days, when you are going, you see on the road to Kuala, you see a lot of uh, cars. But in those days, they were not cars. They were walking on foot. So you see a lot of people going on uh, human cars. That is the two legs. And on their way, I think, let me read from verse 1. Mark, I will take it from Mark. The triumphant entry. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, 
Jesus sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you. And just as you enter it, you will find a cold tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you doing this? Tell him, the Lord or the master needs it and will send it back here shortly. As if you are going to rent it. He didn't say he was going to take it forever. He needed it for to fulfill a scripture. Jesus had been walking all the time. But this particular day, he was right. He was to show his kinship a little that he is. So he told his disciples, when they go, they say, go to this city. When you go, you will find a coat. The other scripture says that a donkey and it, they said, but Mark concentrated on the one he sat on. It's not that there are two different stories. The mother didn't sit on it, so there wasn't a need to talk about the mother. <laughs> but it, he concentrated on what Jesus sat on. So he described, he said, you will go and find it there. I thank God for, if it's you, what will you tell Jesus? Are you teaching me how to steal? Somebody's car packed brand new, nice, brand new tear rubber. What's the new the, 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 the tear rubber? Hyundai or Toyota. It's new. It's new. It's a donkey. Uh, it's a it's a coat. It's not a, a well-trained one. And it's not a horse. Because when you sit on a horse, you're going for battle and warfare. War. Cold. Who sits on the cold? It also talked about his humility. He is a king. But look, I can sit in any car. I'm not going to sit in a car that will get everybody's attention that this is the president going. His convoy was a cult. Can you imagine the president coming here with Toyota 
feet. Or I-10. Honda I-10. And that alone. But when the king is coming, you will see the king. Horses, chariot in front of the king. The king of king on earth here said, I am a king and it's not what I write. That makes me the king. I'm a king because I know I'm a king. Some of us, our pride is based on what we have. The house we sleep in. The car we ride. The woman we have married. The man we have. The dress you wear. The shoe that you put on. And even the belt and the tie. Jesus' pride is not. He said, Prophet, look at my beard. It's a cold. It's a baby donkey. And donkeys were used to carry like a boboya. prophet. But the disciples honored him. The donkey was not even saddled. So they have to put their clothes on it for him to be able to settle. The king of kings over there he told them as soon as you enter it you will see a young donkey tied there that no one has ever written. To fulfill scripture. Untie it and do what? Bring it here. There are many donkeys, young donkeys, waiting for Christ to use. And they are tied by the devil outside there. That is the essence of our evangelism. The other way, he said, go and tie it. And he sent them two. So my said, there were two. As soon as you enter it, you will see a young donkey tie and there that, there that no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it to me. Verse 3. If anyone asks, because somebody will ask, you can't just go and be open a car and they won't ask you. Someone asks, what are you doing? <laughs> Don't run away. Because it's teach you run away. Just say, the Lord over that person, the Lord over the entire universe, the Lord over the donkey is in need of it. Tell him the Lord, the ruler, the master is in need of it. I'm returning soon. He's not, he's not going to take it forever. He has a use for it. 
The two, how many? The two disciples, a donkey, you are going to bring a donkey to people. The two disciples, and you know, Jesus will only send two, two. When he asks them to go out, he sent them two by two. So the power of two, very important. Power of unity, very important. The two disciples left and found the cold standing in the street, exactly as the master said, tied outside the front door. In fact, when they were going, I don't know what was going through their mind. What is wrong with this man? Do they tie donkeys at that place? Okay. So when they were, they saw the donkey there, and they as they were untying it, and they were untying it, some bystanders demanded, so that might be the owner, what are you doing? He didn't shout July. He said, what are you doing? Untying the coat. So they said that what Jesus had, they said what Jesus had what? They didn't give their own answer. He said, when they ask you, just quote my word. When anybody asks you, quote the word. Don't try to explain anything to anybody. Well, your explanation won't solve the problem. Quote, say what I said. So they said exactly what Jesus told them to tell the person. They said what Jesus had told them to say, and they were permitted to take it. It is the word of God that when you speak exactly as God says it, that brings result. Verse, then they brought the call to Jesus and threw their garment on it, and they sat on it. They threw their garment on it. If you are a donkey, don't be too donkey to think that people love you so much. That is why they put their clothes on you. Whenever you have any position, be wise that it's not because of you. It's because of the position. That is why people are treating you like that. If you don't have this in mind, you will be bitter and disappointed if that position is taken away from you. Imagine I have the understanding that if I leave this church, you won't treat me the same way you treat me now. I'm very smart. You, 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 oh, faster, faster, faster. One year, you meet the old man. Oh, faster, how are you? You go, you go to a new one. <laughs> that is life. I won't be bitter. The reason why you show me the ultimate that respect is because I am your pastor now. The reason why when I say sit down, you sit down, is because I'm your pastor now. 
After some time, if I'm no longer your pastor, I tell you to sit down. You decide whether to sit down or not. <laughs> so it's a lesson that is because of, because of Jesus, we may have some privileges. And don't take it for granted that you are a super person. Remember that the glove on you is not for you, but for Christ to sit on. I hope you are learning some lessons from it. How, oh, Jesus. And many in the crowd spread their garments on the road ahead of him. What a wonderful time for this code. Now a donkey walking on your kente. Was it Jesus walking on it? A donkey. How many of you will put your cloth down for a donkey to walk on? Even if you put it down and a donkey come to pass on it, you know what you do to it? I know what you do to it. I know. I don't need to even have a word of knowledge. I know. Your beautiful, nice dress, your eye on it, ready to come to church and you put it down and your dog come to work on it. We're going to a wedding, a program, nice, listen, then they come to work, work on it. Even if your child come to soil it, before you realize, you use the African method. I didn't see anything. <laughs> or use the biblical method. The same cloth the same donkey, but different attitude. You are happy a donkey is walking on your cloth. But in other situation, the same cloth, another donkey, without Jesus sitting on, become a nuisance. So as we enthrone Jesus in our life, the world, people will throw their cloth down. And when they throw their cloth down and you are walking on it, they are giving you some privileges and you are enjoying it, don't take it for granted. Don't think it's because of you. If Jesus blesses you and raises you and gives you a position and God blesses you and makes you great, takes you from a ghetto and puts you in the highest place and you are coming, don't become Joe Pompo. <laughs> Do you know who I am? Who are you? Who are you? If I see your tail, then I know you are different from me. You don't have some. Ah. Do you know who I am? Hi, Bonnie Cherry. Honorable. I rest honorable wanted he came wanted to see me. I'm honorable. Hey. 
taught some honor from his end. And he's now aspiring. <laughs> you are aspiring. Unya honorable Kreni. Now be your honorable. I wanted to be treated special. Because he's going, he's aspiring to be an MP. At a point, he was screaming. So I told him, when he came to, he said, look, I'm too looking for a vote. Tell yes. I said, the way you behaved, who would like his MP to be like that? Everybody want a humble Ghana here. We like humble MPs and ministers. Not proud one. If you like the proud small, you see the next time. If you don't know Camera Denta, you see. <laughs> I didn't have a while more. <laughs> <laughs> so when God is going to raise most of you, put two people in a very good responsible places. If our parliamentarians, our ministers, understands that, look, it's not because I'm more intelligent than all Ghanaians, but because God has raised me and placed me here to do this work. So I'm no special. They will always humble themselves to the people who elected them. This donkey sometimes have more sense than us. He knew that, look, everybody's making Hosanna. Hosanna, you think you are the one. There's a king sitting on you. And that king is the one everybody is praising. Okay, look at what. Many in the crowd spread their garment on the road ahead of him. Oh my. And others spread leafy branches and they had cut in the field. That they have cut in the field. Those who didn't have cloth were able to get what? Branches. So don't say I have nothing to serve God with. If you don't have beautiful cloth to put it down, there are branches. If you don't have money to serve God in the house of God, you have strength and something, some talent to serve. Everyone in Christianity, nobody should be just say, I don't have anything to offer. When it comes to Christ, each one should have something to offer. Whether a cloth or a branch, eh, it's all praising him. It's all giving glory to him. Whatever strength God has given you, 
whatever that God has graced you, use that. God will accept it to worship him. So it's a, it's a glorious day. It's a nice time. While they were going, there were people on the road. And that time, Jesus' fame have risen very high. He then raised, that was the, when he raised Lazarus. Healed a blind man from Jericho. It was on the way. So his name and fame he trended. So when they heard this is the man coming, they saw him. Anyone who saw him started screaming and shouting. Hosanna! Simply means save us. This is our king. So they thought he was going to enter into Jerusalem, their capital city, and take over from the Romans. Sometimes people have different mindset. But his kingdom is not the way you think. Hosanna! 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 And they started praising him. They started praising him. They started praising him. Oh, when they asked you to praise him as if you come to your mouth, there is glue here. Open your mouth and praise him. Huh? The mouth is not for insult. The mouth is for praising God. This mouth is not for politics. It's not for insult. It is for praise. So, how many times do you praise God? How many times you check your words? The words you spoke in last week. Select the one that praised God. And select the one that did Kokonsa. And see the percentage. Do a power chart and look at the Kokosa and the prison. So we're going to praise him too, isn't it? You don't need to be happy before you praise him. You don't need to have a breakthrough before you praise him. You praise him because he's your king. And as you praise him as a king, the king meets your need. He was then going to Jerusalem. And anyone that saw him, the crowd, everyone saw him, is like he's going to a political rally. And they will say, oh, let's, and the Hosanna, Hosanna, oh, let's continue to read. The next day, a great multitude that had come to the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, they took branches of palm, tree, and went out to meet him, and cried out, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the king of what? Israel. The king of what? The king of what? At that time, they have only one king. So they say, the king of Israel. Go pass my brother. Go for that. 
and took. Then Jesus, when he had found a young donkey, sat on it as it is written. Fear not, daughter of Zion. Behold, your king is coming. Sitting on what? A donkey's coat. Jesus did not just do anything just because some of us, anything that comes to our mind, we do it. But Jesus did things according to the word of God. This word had been written that he was going to sit on the coat. And the day he was going, he knew the coat was there. God had made provision for it and have made it. And he sat on it. He must fulfill that scripture before he leaves the earth. And it was left with one, how many, about less than about Friday we die. How many days? About six days left. The scripture they said about him that he was going to sit on a call and become like a king. And it hasn't come to pass. Some of us, we think time is not on our side now. If God has said this, and now it left with some few days in my life, how can this thing be fulfilled? It will be fulfilled. Yeah. Since this left, prophecy has been said. He will be like a king. He will sit on the cold. But six days now is left. He spent Almost over 33 years. And having seen it. When is it come, going to come to pass? When will your situation come to pass? Age is getting on you. You need to give birth. You are 44 years. 45 years. No husband. How can you have what God revealed to you? Don't be afraid. Even if it's left in six days, God will perform it. But the message must relate to you. Few days left. Prophecy was on Christ. That he will fulfill this. And it's worked. He's done everything. Now he's now going to his final place to be killed. How can he be enthroned? But look, when God speaks at that time, it was the right time. People from all places and nations were coming to Jerusalem. He's not going to be a king only over the people in Jerusalem, but over a lot of people. So they were all on their way. And when anyone saw them, they started him. They started worshiping him like a king. Then the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the religious leaders became very angry. If you won't worship, somebody's still worshiping. You say, pray. The Pharisees therefore said among themselves, You see that you are accomplishing nothing. Look, the well has gone after him. They were now. They think they're losing their position now. Have you seen? Everybody is going after him. No wonder they killed him. They started making plans. Oh. So he, he, they, they became, they started hating Jesus the more. They even wanted him to stop the people. 
Why are you are they, are they even worshiping you? They want Jesus to speak to them to stop. At a point before then, when the children were, they shut them down. Why? Ghanaian man will say, skimpain. If it's not me, then it shouldn't happen. Worship him. Look, you have the chance to worship today. You have the chance to worship the Lord in every condition. If things have delayed in your life and you think time is not on your side, and God has said a prophecy, a word about your life. Don't get worried. God will cause what he said to happen in your life. Hosanna. 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 Save. 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 They need a savior because what they're going to do is a remembrance of salvation. When Israel was in bondage for 400 years, they needed someone to save them. And if you look at their salvation, you look at it is impossible to redeem them because the one ruling them is so powerful with all whatever it is. And you know, don't say, oh, we have our right. Look, a powerful person can trump, can, can sit on your right and think that is the right. He forgets that you have a right. Try to control them. And God with a heavy hand saved Israel from the hand of Pharaoh and destroyed his army without anybody shooting anything. That is Jehovah God. So when they are going there to celebrate the Passover, it is not something they are going to cry. It is joy. God, repeat what you did in Pharaoh's day, in our day too. So they think, look, repeat it, Lord. Repeat it. Save, oh God. Israel was the Jewish were under the Roman rule. And they wanted freedom. And Jesus had come. And when they saw them, they think this is our time. Truly, they had spiritual freedom. That day, everything shifted. In the spiritual realm, Rome demons were not controlling uh, uh, the, the, the spiritual atmosphere again. Jesus has taken control. King of the world. So, brethren, he sat on it, and today, he wants to use you. If you were the owner of the donkey, would you have released the donkey? Tell me the truth. When we need 
You are cutlass to cut a tree here. You will say your cutlass is sick. You will give it a disease. But release whatever God has given to you if it is to be used for God's work. That's on pastor's abuse. But the fact that there's abuses doesn't mean that the right thing shouldn't be done. The fact that somebody took a lot of para and died doesn't mean that when you have a headache, you shouldn't take para. The fact that somebody used sleeping tablet to cause suicide doesn't mean that if you can't sleep and they give you to take a certain drug, you won't take it. It's not true. The fact that somebody drove a car and had an accident doesn't mean that you won't sit in a car again. The fact that a car knocked somebody on the road doesn't mean that you won't walk on the road, you won't cross a road in this life. So the thing is not the car. The problem is the one driving it. So if you give your car to Jesus, your donkey to Jesus, he's going to have honor and grace. I want to encourage you, when God touches you to do anything, don't look at anybody. Don't be like the Pharisees. The Pharisees, they, they will not go, and they don't want anybody to go. Do it, and do it well from your heart. God bless you.